Hello and welcome to the Coach Me Vancouver podcast. We're recording live from downtown Vancouver. My name is Nadine Stille, founder of Coach Me Vancouver. Today, you get to experience the second of two live podcast episodes we recorded as part of our live event, Goal Setting Feedback Performance Reviews, How to Succeed in 2020. The event featured a total of five coaches on two panels and a room filled with engaged attendees during one afternoon. While we covered performance reviews and feedback in our previous week, in today's episode, you'll hear from our second panel as we're talking about goal setting. Take charge of your 2020 success with life makeover coach Betty Lam, co-active life coach Ingrid Timmermans, personal transformation coach Emilia Diversa, as well as several audience members of the live event who participated in the interactive Q&A session. Here are some of the things you learn. Why is it important to have a goal in the first place? When goals and New Year's resolutions don't work? What needs to happen before goal setting? And several ways to lock in the commitment to achieve your goal, to stay accountable and get support throughout. Together with Betty, Emilia and Ingrid, we've created a resource document with different goal setting approaches for you to try out. The content was part of the event playbook available to attendees of the live event, and we refer to it during the recording. To download your complimentary copy of the resource document, simply go to the show notes. Let's listen to this week's episode of the Coach Me Vancouver podcast. All client stories mentioned in this podcast have either been approved for use or been altered to not be identifiable. Hello, everyone. Hi. 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 <laughs> We're going to talk about goal setting and how to take charge of your 2020 success. Woohoo! Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so before we get started with all the questions and all your uh, answers and expertise, I'd love for you to introduce yourselves to everyone in the audience. And I think we're just going to start with Ingrid. Okay. Hi, guys. My name is Ingrid. I'm originally from the Netherlands. I became a coach around a year ago right now, very exciting, and I am looking for success. So what does success mean in your life and how do we get there? So it's it's leadership into your own life. And a friend of mine said this earlier, he's like, you don't want to be the passenger in the bus, you, don't, you want to be the driver. So that's what I'm doing with my clients. And it's amazing to see them grow into the life that they want to have. So my name is Betty Lam. I am a life makeover coach. I know makeover like, you know, makeover your kitchen and all that, right? But no, this is about your life. What I love about coaching, and I was talking to one of the audience, Tracy, if you don't mind me calling your name out, it's about coaching is I really love seeing how my clients blossom into these amazing, unstoppable beings, how they really embrace life to the fullest. And not only that, they're great teachers for us coaches as well. They share the stories about their life and they're so intelligent, they're so resourceful. And I'm like, I want to coach more. <laughs> like this is how addictive it is about being a coach. So I'm really glad today to have the opportunity to share with you maybe some of those stories. My name is Amelia and I call myself a personal transformation coach. I've been a trainer, a personal trainer for 14 years, and I just realized how much it had helped me in my life 
So I decided to take on coaching training and use that to help me help clients find what's stuck in their lives. So I believe just like you flex your muscles in the gym to get that desired effect, you also have to work your mindset to help you achieve those lasting changes that help you transform. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Why should we have a goal in the first place? Like, why is it good to have a goal? I can start with that. Yeah, go for it. So I really think goals are super important because they kind of really drive to what fulfills you in your life and also gives you a sense of purpose and you get to really align with what are your values. Mm -hmm. For sure, goals certainly creates those purposes for us, right? And I was just thinking how it's really, it's a ripple effect. Think of it this way, that when you're talking about your goal, it's so exciting, it's so cool, right? People hear about it and they're like, I want to do that too. I want to do that too. So they start setting up the goals and off they go. Mm -hmm. So it's a really, I would call it from me to we, it's very uh, inspiring. Mm. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm sticking about uh, with the bus driver. Who doesn't want to be the driver of their own bus instead of being the passenger? It's taking charge. It's like grabbing it, your life and, and going where you want to go. It's so powerful. When we're talking about 2020 and, and goal setting, it's not necessarily, oh, it's, uh, you know, January 1st, there's a New Year's resolution coming up and I need to have something. This is totally different, right? I just posted this week something on the Coach Me LinkedIn account, like an article from Forbes that said actually only 8% of New Year's resolutions are actually going to be accomplished, which is ridiculously low number, right? What are some of the reasons goals or even New Year's resolutions don't uh, don't work? Thank you for yeah. that. And I'm really curious, who set a goal or a New Year's resolution who didn't work out at all? I did. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so, so most of the times, right? <laughs> yeah, I see Debbie too, a little bit guilty face. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. We're learning here how to set great goals. So most of the time why goals aren't working is they're a little bit too broad. For example, I'm doing the losing weight kind of thing. Like, I would like to lose some weight. I'm never going to lose some weight if I said that. Or I want to lose weight by next week. I want to lose 10 kilograms. I'm never going to finish that because it's there's no time. So it all has to do about a timely, how do you measure it? How excited are you? There's so many things involved and yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm getting started now. Yeah. I'm getting so excited. <laughs> I'm going to come up yeah. to that in a moment. Yeah. Any, any other reasons yeah. why goals might not work? What I like about what you're saying is sometimes when you create a goal, you forget about the support structures that you need to make it happen. So you just yeah. say something, but then you're not thinking of maybe your family members aren't on board with you yet. So you got to set up those boundaries and things that help you continue with what you want, like going to go to a family dinner and my family's Italian. I'm not going to eat the pasta. They're going to have a heart attack. So <laughs> you have to have those things in place yeah. to help everyone be on board with your goals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those often think about all or nothing attitude. I, I don't know if you heard about that. Okay. If I cannot achieve this, then forget it. I'm not going to do the rest. Like that often happen, right? So setting that really high expectations sometimes is not a very good idea. Also, when you feel defeated, you're starting to like kind of falling off the wagon a little bit. Mm -hmm. 
but there are solutions definitely yes. <laughs> perfect exactly and what comes to mind is actually when you're you know having that say you're going on a diet or so and then you kind of have a relapse like you go for this piece of cake that you've been <laughs> craving for all this time and it's like well now i had one piece and i've you know had this burger i might as well just leave it you know it's like now we can have more but there are solutions there, there are exactly solutions. do you think setting goals at the beginning of the year as a seasonal thing is uh, particularly important or not important i think i really believe that the joy should be spread all over the year <laughs> and not just around christmas time like why do we have this celebration thanksgiving christmas new year everything like clumped together right why can we not spread the joy all year round so Think about that for a moment. And you know how sometimes when we set goals too, there are goals that you can only do it at a limited time window, a very tight window. And there are goals that you could spread ongoing, like you could be doing simultaneously one, second, third at the same time. Or you could be ongoing as in like many, many years and you're still working on that goal. So it could be anything. So what I found really work for me is if you work with someone could be a coach, could be a really close friend, regularly. Check in regularly and see how you're doing. Could be monthly, could be semi-annually. And the reason for doing that also is to keep the momentum going. Just like what we talked about earlier, the oh. feedback. Feedback. Yeah, yeah. so important. Mm. That's really good. I agree with what you're saying. We're we're coming to the part where we're like, oh, things are possible. You can set some really good goals. Well, not just good. We want to go for great, right? Great and maybe a few fun goals and have a bit of excitement in there too. And we're talking about different approaches because there isn't just one. We're going to talk about uh, some approaches and there's some similarities, but there are also some, some differences uh, in there. So depending on what type of person you are, what kind of resonates with you, there's different ways of setting really good goals. So what would some of those uh, approaches be for goal setting? So if you open your booklet, guys, there is a SMART goal setting. And so the acronym of SMART, it's really nicely lined out. Yeah, so I would encourage you to read this after the podcast. So this, this goal setting formula has been around quite a while right now. And, and people tend to know it a little bit here and there. I want to take you to a, a different acronym that we use in CTI, which we all attended coaching training. You mm -hmm. as well, actually, mm -hmm. Nani. Yeah. Awesome. TRAMS, so T-R-A-M-S, and the differences between those two, SMART and TRAMS, with TRAMS you go really into the why of things. So the T stands for thrilling. So are you feeling excited? Is this goal like lifting you up? Are you feeling like, you know what, when I reach this goal, I'm going to be X, Y, and Z. I'm going to float over the moon. And then the R stands for resonance, which is actually the same. It's like having that feeling, that momentum going, really feels super motivated to get that. And then the A stands for accountability. So we already talked about that. Work with a coach, with a friend, check in regularly. Make sure that your goals are actually small goals. So for example, if I want to lose 10 kilograms, I might set a goal, I want to lose one per week. So have I met that goal? And then I might want to make sure that per day 
I'm eating less than so many kilocalories. So you make it really, really, really small and you check into each other. And that's also going into the M, which is for measurable. So make it very easy to measure your goal. When are you achieving your goal? And then it's S, it's specifically. So make it really specific. So have numbers in there, um, have some sort of dates maybe make it really really specific for you what means a lot for you mm. love that okay trams 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 yeah okay cool another tool that i find really effective is the wheel of life it's a visual representation of seeing like how satisfied are you in these areas in your life and where are the gaps how can you create that sense of fulfillment and that thrillingness that you want to set in your goals. Yeah. And it's a good way to do that exercise at home before you start on to the goal setting part. It's a really good visual for mm -hmm. specifically that time. I remember going through it myself for the first time and how shocked I was. It's very, it looks very simple, but it can be very effective and affecting yes. uh, as well. And I've seen it with other people going through that too. Oh, this is how bad that situation actually is or this is how how well i'm performing in a certain area so it's a good starting point as well and then go through the trams and i love it because it makes it really measurable right mm -hmm. like if you're for example at your job you're feeling now i'm a six okay what are the steps that i need to take and then maybe in half a year you're doing the wheel of life again and you see that you're actually on a seven or an eight like oh. so it makes a thing that's maybe not quite measurable it makes it measurable so look for those things yeah mm -hmm. okay then we have betty's approach that she came <laughs> up with betty's approach yeah. <laughs> which well, is a, what, what, foodie what's the, approach. the foodie yeah. approach exactly. well i'm Tell totally a foodie, foodie oh my goodness but before you look at the booklet it's also in the booklet <laughs> um when you talk about you know when foodie talk about food we always talk about ooh, what kind of ingredients go in there to make this really yummy and really wholesome dish, right? Because we want to eat the good stuff. So the foodie approach, I thought I would share a story with you, which is a goal that I set for myself unintentionally, actually, and it happened. I was always very afraid of the deep water, so afraid of it that I would never go there. But I remember a naturopath once said to me, Betty, whatever you do, you have to exercise and you have to sweat. I go, okay, great. Now what do I do? I try walking, hiking, okay, it worked. Don't sweat a lot. I try meditation, it's not gonna make me sweat, but I love it, so what should I do? So I started going to the pool and I go, okay, let me try aquifer there. While I was there, I kept looking at the other end, like the deep, deep pool there, I go, I wanna be there. I don't want to be here. So you should have seen how ridiculous I look wearing all these things to avoid sinking. You know, like with a noodle between my, oh, sorry, I mean, <laughs> legs, <laughs> with the life jackets and with the belt. So over time, maybe a month after another, slowly peel off these things and finally just left with a belt. And I practice and practice and practice every day. Finally, I learned that it's not so bad with YouTube too. Go to YouTube to learn how to swim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then one day I said to myself, okay, Betty, now or never looking at the pool over there. Removed my belt and I said to the lifeguard, which happens to be a very nice and handsome fellow, thank you. Uh, <laughs> extra incentive. Yeah, extra incentive. And I go like, okay, can you help me? If you see that I swim here and come back to you, I'll give you a high five. 
if I should sink, please pull me out, <laughs> whatever you do. So I did it. I swam and back. And it was so amazing. I set this goal unintentionally. I knew what I had to do. Putting dedication, really thinking through it, and really not giving up. I did it. So I was really so happy. Now I swim every other day. Mm, great story. So, buddy. what's the what type of ingredients were there? So this is what. Oh, this is where you come. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. actually, I was going to ask the audience, yes. what ingredients did you notice Betty used in her goal? Dedication, dedication. Yeah. Perfect. Anyone else? Okay. So overcoming the fear. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Peeling the layers. Yeah. It's like peeling the onion. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of thing. I've For seen sure. a, another head. Oh, yeah. 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 The compassion and support with the lifeguard. I like the high five and <laughs> also the safety net. If I sink, please help me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Yes. Hi there. Strong reasons. Yeah. The motivation. Yes. Right. I had that fire. This I want to be over there, not yeah. here. Yeah. 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 That desire was really strong. <laughs> Very right. Strong. After so much such a long time um, yeah. in fear of, of the deep yeah. end. It was a long time, trust me, it was too long. Mm. Okay, great. Thank you for the participation around that. We kind of touched on it already a tiny bit with the Wheel of Life, but is there anything else that needs to be in place before you kind of start setting a goal? Yeah, I see you not yeah. really yeah. seriously there, Ingrid. Because <laughs> just from your story, you were coming, uh, Betty, you were coming from... I want to, this is my desire. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what we forget to do is to check in with yourself what place you're coming from. For example, let's, let's do the losing weight thing again. So for example, if you see somebody that's really skinny and really healthy and beautiful, you, you might think, oh, I should look like that. So I should go and lose some weight. Do you, do you hear my voice? Do you hear the, the energy what's behind that? It's very low. It's very meh. So you want to go for those goals that you desire to go there. You desire to be in that deep, deep water. Mm -hmm. And, and so building that resonance, that thrilling, the, the thrive in that, that's where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And those are the goals that are likely going to stick because you know what? It's going to be hard work. She was there. Every other day, she was peeling off her layer. She looked ridiculously. Well, I'm, I'm not sure about. It. I'm sure, you felt like that. It was I'm sure, ridiculous. I'm sure you look very cute. But so it is. It is gonna be hard work. So build that resonance. Make sure why you're doing it, and then go. Yeah. Anything I would say that comes from a place of I should, is probably something that needs to be a bit reframed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I also really believe strongly in the support structures, yes. like having those in place, having your accountability plan, the more likely you check in with that and stay consistent, or you know you will be staying consistent, you're ready for your goal. Mm -hmm. When we prepared for this, we were also um, talking about social media being part of the accountability, right? I mean, you can't make it more public than posting something on social media and saying, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> Yeah, oh my come gosh, to my yeah. Instagram. You see me posting a lot of posts. Okay. Anything else about accountability partners? You can stay on track. So it could be obviously a coach, good friend, a work colleague, yeah. a manager. Friends, coaches. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Sure. Okay, great. How do you actually know if someone is ready to take on a goal? 
like they could be saying, oh, this is what I'm going to do. But you're like, eh, haven't quite convinced me yet that this is something that you really want to do. Well, it's, it's really diving deep into the reason behind it, what we just discussed. So using the values of your life. So you might want to ask yourself if you set a goal, how does this align with my values of my life? And I can, I can share a little bit of a personal story in sure. this. So my life purpose is to serve people, to help people become better and being in their lives. That's, that's where I thrive and who I am. So this year I decided to become a coach. I had no idea how to become a coach. I had no idea how to pay for my coaching school for CTI. I, I just didn't know, but I knew I, this was just who I am and who I wanted to be. So I committed to it. I committed by the end of next April, I'm going to be a certified coach. And now I am here. I'm talking in front of you guys. I have my clients at home. I am halfway through the coaching program, which I'm really, really proud of. So it is all about the alignment with my core value, who I am as a person. Maybe also check in with your values. Like if you value being healthy, then create a goal around that. Mm -hmm. I love what you said about alignment as well, because sometimes when we set goals, hopefully it is something that we, we believe in, right? There are times, though, that people set goals, and it's really to please other people, to, you know, live someone else's dream. And we don't want to go there, because when you do that, you know, you know how you feel. It doesn't sit very well, and somehow it's not really flowing the way that you want it to flow. Mm -hmm. I feel like having that vision of where you see yourself and what makes you feel really good helps you to understand what is your purpose and your values and then likely less to deter off that. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. And we talked about uh, earlier in the in the panel we talked about that feedback that we get, right, from other people and how that can can help and I know you referred to it earlier too in this discussion. So how how would you implement feedback from others or something that you've received or noticed into the goal setting part? I feel like for it to be successful because it's your own goal Having that person that you talk to, I would say, hey, this is how I want to receive feedback about mm -hmm. this and check in. So then it's very honest and, mm -hmm. and in a way that helps you grow from that. Mm -hmm. Okay. It needs to be authentic. It needs to be someone that you totally trust. So when you, I'm not advertising coaching, but... I get coached myself as well. Being a coach, you need a coach too. It just really helps you open up that conversation and that clarity that you need while you're going forward. Because a lot of times, as we know, I know for sure for me, is there's this little voice behind me to say, oh, are you sure you're good enough? Like, are you sure you're going to go there? Really, are you sure? Like that's sort of making you feel dull in yourself. But when you work with a coach, like I have, I feel that this person is really there to support me, honestly, and really mirroring back what I had to say, which is 100% clear to me going through the sessions. How do you feel about that? Yeah, so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And something else that just came to mind, sometimes you set yourself goals and you're like, yeah, this is something that I can do. It's actually the opposite to... Uh, that example that you brought up earlier of, oh, you know, it's like totally going over 
uh, over the top and it's unattainable is playing it small right you're like uh maybe five kilos over the entire year <laughs> it's like mm, okay and then you have someone's like check in if you're not you know playing it too safe you want to maybe have something that's super like meaningful and and mm. makes you feel proud so it's like mm -hmm. you know it's still a challenge but attainable in some way and thrilling when you look it's back really, at it yes yeah, yeah. so rewarding right. too right mm. okay i had this client and he achieved a goal which was immensely for him and how did he describe it when he achieved it he put his music in his car so loud and he sing to it the whole way back and and that's the feeling that you want to get when you reach that goal so playing safe just think about like who are you surfing there seriously who are you surfing by playing it safe that's a good way of putting it you want full-on euphoria <laughs> yeah for, for that right yay <laughs> exactly for those of you listening to the podcast <laughs> Ingrid was just driving the bus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With loud music. <laughs> to loud music, exactly. What are ways to lock in the commitments? It's like, okay, I'm really going to go for it now and to, to kind of make it stick. There's probably a few ways of really saying, okay, I'm, this, is, this is what I want to do. This is how I, you know, commit to it. I'm going to make it known. What are some, some ways of approaching that? Maybe, Betty, you want to start on this? What I thought about was, um, and I often ask my clients to do, is write yourself a letter in the beginning. What would you like to be when this is done? When your project is over, who would you like to become? So really be sincere about it and write that letter, seal it up. And then once you have gone through the process, once you have achieved your goal, open that letter again and read it. Wow. I love that. That's that's powerful. So you're writing a letter to yourself. To Is yourself, that right? your future self. Your future yes. self. Your future okay. self. Looking back at what's happened or just describe yourself? Yeah. What's, so what's what would you like to achieve in that letter to your future self? What do I want to promise you? So, dear Betty, I want to be able to not just swim, but I want to do all those fancy flips by year <laughs> 2020. Can you help me? What do you think I can do? Can you inspire me throughout the way? Write whatever you like that makes sense to you. And really, you're the only one reading the letter. No one else is. You can tell your coach and go, hey, can you see if, uh, <laughs> if I've done any of those? You could do that. But honestly, this is your letter to yourself, your future self. So be compassionate too. Know that some things may not happen the way that you want it. And sometimes, even when it doesn't happen the way that you want it to, other things pop up. It's like Tracy and I were talking earlier. Hi, quoting you again. Um, how sometimes we don't, we ask, we extend our wish to the universe, and it happens. And I said to Tracy, I go, you know what? Sometimes when you do that, you have to be careful what you ask for, because not only is that thing coming back to you, it comes in waves, turbulence. It's like, oh my God, I have to take all this. Oh, this is good, but yeah, that's a whole lot of it, kind of thing. So yeah, it's interesting. So that letter writing, I found, it's like journaling, mm -hmm. uh, very powerful. Okay. Any other ways you can lock it in and make that commitment? Yeah, sometimes I do uh, a line. I draw a line and um, I'm saying here, you know what, I'm leaving here the stuff that I want to leave in here. 
So the lack of commitment, uh, me not feeling encouraged, all that kind of stuff. And when I cross that line, that is the land of commitment. I know when I'm there, I'm going to do it. So I make a commitment. Sorry, that's a line on the floor? Yeah. Like a, line, a physical? A physical thing. line. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the physical step of leaving behind where you, you don't want to have in your goal and standing in the land of I'm committed here with the tools that I have, it's really powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Try it out. It's yeah. fun. Okay. Do you do anything when you step over the line? Well, I dance, but you know. You, I just wanted to say, do you do, you, do you celebratory yeah, dance or something? Yeah, of course. I dance a little bit. Shout it out with it hands up in the fun. air. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it has to be fun. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anything else, Emilio, to lock it in? Yeah, I believe in making like a personal declaration. So if you're like a visual person, maybe it's a vision board, kind of like a version of like stepping over the line. It's like, this is what the land of that is and what it mm. looks like and how I want to be. Or maybe you're a words person. So you're writing your own personal declaration statement and maybe it's the letter to your future self. Yeah. Mm. For those of you listening in or are here right now and don't know what a vision board is, can you quickly explain? Yeah. So I actually wrote a blog on it on Yay. my website. Yeah. <laughs> a vision board is something that you want to have in your life. And I actually believe you should it's ideal to make them one to every five years, depending what you see for yourself. And you kind of put yourself in the middle of the vision board and then you just section off the board with different areas of your life and what you'd like to see it accomplish. And then you kind of look at it every single day so you're on point with Focused. it. And it's actually really fun to look at it at the end of the year and you're like, whoa. Okay, I did a lot of these things. So what do you put on, like words on that? Or it, it is a mix of words something? and collage, like photos, oh. whether it's, yeah, magazines or things you find off the internet. Mm. Pinterest, mm. it's great. Nice pictures. <laughs> That's your vision board yeah. right there, right? <laughs> yeah. And social media with yeah. accountability all in, all in one go. Yeah, I like the good old-fashioned vision board where you actually buy a poster board and you frame it and put it up in your house. Yeah, sometimes people like put a picture up yourself or whatever you want to achieve on mm -hmm. the fridge so every time you open the fridge like mm, do you want that cake um, <laughs> <laughs> most nope. cases for me would be yes i know for you <laughs> there's my, my sweet tooth coming through to make it stick throughout the year i know we mentioned already your support network something that came to mind on my side was actually um, positive affirmation something to mm -hmm. keep you know knocking on yeah you can i can do it or things like this anything else to make it I think mini milestones. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you have to celebrate along the way. Otherwise, it feels too daunting, and then you lose the thrilling factor. Yeah, celebrating and having fun in between. We should oh, dance. Yeah, bring it on. Then we should dance. <laughs> <laughs> so breaking a big goal down into smaller actionable uh, steps. steps. Yeah, yeah, and actually then know when you've achieved that. Yeah, and and accountability, right? So. Share those little goals with, with your loved ones or your coach or your friends so they know what you're reaching. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So bring all the ingredients together. Yeah, exactly. And again, it doesn't have to be showing off or, uh, or anything around. It's just something that you're proud of uh, having yeah. achieved by then, right? Mm -hmm. Taking a picture. And take a picture? Yeah. Remember we did the last session over at the guest hill mm -hmm. area where we sort of visualize what we want to look like or feel like for oh, this time yes. of the year. Yeah. What we did was we took a picture of us now and we took a picture of us that we want to be, to embrace in the future. So looking at that picture of yourself helps as well. Yes, that's true. I believe you wanted to have a bit more, uh, what was it, what you wanted more in your life? 
uh, during that time? During that time? Do you time? want to share? Oh, Zen. You wanted Zen. Total peace so and quiet, I took a picture like, of you mm, doing what? Doing yoga or yoga, meditation. Yes. Yeah, going like this. Exactly. Yeah. That's the vision you want. So it can be very, very creative. It does not have to be something that you follow in a, in a formula uh, and set it down that way. But again, there's lots of different, um, there's summaries of how to do a goal setting or the goal setting approaches in in the workbook that you can try out and maybe let us know how you get on we're kind of through with all the the major questions that we had here so we're opening up the floor to uh, to questions from the audience right now around goal setting who would like to start who has a question so my name is michael i'm a very i'm very good at thinking big picture but then when it comes to breaking it down into actionable steps it can definitely get overwhelming, especially if it's a, a big picture that, you know, you don't know all the actionable steps. So I just was wondering if you guys have any like specific questions you ask yourselves around breaking it down. And then, you know, obviously if there's missing information, it has to be found. But I've always found that process actually quite overwhelming in and of itself. Michael, may Thank I you. ask if you want to share a goal of a big picture that you have right now? Right now? <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah, right now I'm, I'm building a coaching business that's based around travel experiences. Cool. Um, so I want to use highly stimulating experiences and coaching together. And as far as, you know, a vision goes in the next three years, I want to be traveling and coaching and have the stability necessary to be doing all that together. So good luck. <laughs> and there's a bit for, more conviction there of course you can do it and this is uh, something for the audience and also for the podcast while he was explaining uh, his vision and his goal his eyes started to twinkle he had a smile on his face when he was telling about the vision so you are already 50% there yeah. definitely so how to break it down <laughs> oh, that's when you know a coach because the coach yes. passes on the questions even further. Yay. Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to be in consulting mode because <laughs> I think it's setting monthly, weekly, daily goals like that and just checking in with yourself each time. And I think it's, again, so individual to you. By the end of 2020, you want it to be accomplished. So then you just start with quarterly. So from January to March, and what does that look like? I definitely agree with what Amelia had to say. What I normally do with my clients is we draw. When you talk about a line, I'm also a line person. I would draw a line, ask them to put down the months that they want to achieve this goal. So let's say, think about a year. That's probably easier to, uh, or, or shorter term to focus. So let's say now is December. Let's start in January. January 2020 to December 2020. What would you like to achieve at that time? What needs to happen in that time? So instead of really honing into, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that, just have fun with it. Maybe even take a sticky note and go, these are things that I have to do. Oh, okay, I'd like to get it done in January. I'd like to get it done in December instead. But don't forget too, I often mention to them because health and wellness is something very important for me is, are you alive still? Or are you panting over this and you're not breathing at all? So those are some of the things that I notice. So I invite you to notice those things as well. It's just as important as setting that goal itself because you need to be alive to achieve those goals, right? You need to 
really enjoy them as they happen. So a line is usually what I use and just play with it. And it can be very, like, sometimes when you have those big visions and these goals, you're working towards it. You really want it. So you want to make sure that you get there in a sustainable way and you're not totally burned out. Uh, just being realistic is, is it's important. And it's also, you're riding a fine line between keeping yourself in check and not killing your dream, you know. So it's important for me to learn, you know, what's reasonable to expect without making it you know too reasonable basically i have a question for you what do you need to know whether you're on track or not in what time frame good question thank you about that yeah yeah and then as like you said that fine line is between playing big and playing small right is like you have that vision and that dream and you really want to make it work okay then you work towards making that work and those things, I was like, oh, maybe it's not realistic enough and da, da, da. Could also be just a, a negative voice yes. in your head trying to hold you back from what you want to achieve. There is a fine line for sure, right? Yeah, I think you have to be willing to be okay that detours are going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you need to self-care, number one. And as you go through your goals too, you will find that other things prop up. Maybe something that you thought it was important before now is no longer so important. There's something else that is that you need to attend to now, whatever it is. So, yeah. For sure. Okay. Thank you for sharing Thanks your, for your goal and your vision. You. Best of success. <laughs> Anyone else with a question around goal setting? Hello, my name is Denny. I have a question related, like when you set a goal and then you facing failure and rejection, how you overcome and continue keep on track. Like I say, I have a, a, my, my goal is to get a job, but every time that I, I face a rejection, like all the motivation and all the happiness and all the uh, positive thoughts uh, around the things that I'm going to do in order to achieve my goals, mm-hmm. they're like melting down. And it's sometimes uh, hard to me like to, to get back on track. Excellent question. I don't yeah, think you're the good. only one who has to go through this, even though it, fe- it might feel like this in the moment. <laughs> but thank you for sharing. It's a very valid question thank as you. well. And I'm going to pass it on. Allow yourself to mourn mm. as well a little bit. It sounds like if you get a rejection, it's a loss, right? You are losing the possibility to work somewhere. Maybe you have already envisioned yourself working there and what things you want to do and like, right? So allow yourself and give yourself the time to really feel the feelings that you're feeling Mm -hmm. and that's all right you know that this goal is so important to you you will pick it up again so don't beat yourself over like oh i need to send out 10 more resumes no it's time for you to go maybe to the spa take a take a mental health day and and nourish yourself yeah and self-compassion yeah i just want to commend that you're very human and i love that you're sharing it's you know, sometimes when we talk about failure, it's such a negative thing, but it really isn't. Uh, when we went to CTI, I remember one of the first things they taught us is celebrate your failures. Celebrate them. It's okay. Because we all fail. Failure is what the mother of success is that the phrase, if I remember correctly. So what I normally do is when I know I'm failing, I pretend that I'm looking at a camera. So when you, when you are very focused, you're... Your vision is like this, right? You're focusing on things. So I would try to adjust my camera and just lean back for moments. 
give myself that time, like you were saying, self-care. So important just to zoom out for a moment and let it be, just be there. And if you need someone to be with you, find a trust one, find a loved one to be with you and spend that time together. So you will find that um, you will re-energize and then you get better and then you have the courage to start again. I also yeah. find after you've gone through that mourning process and you get ready again, it reinstates how passionate you are and how much you want this. So it's like a yeah. it's another motivation. There's a lot of strength in yeah. getting back out there and doing it. And something else that you can just ask yourself from having that rejection is what positives can you take from this? And what have you learned? Because there's always something that you can learn from that as well. And kind of twist it around a bit as well. Anyone else around goal setting? Yep. My question is, can you share with us your morning routine and what your goal for 2020? And how do you keep track of it? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Putting it back on the coaches. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> Okay, let's uh, let's hear it. How good is your goal setting? <laughs> Who wants to start? <laughs> I could go. Sure, go, Emilia. I'm all about flexibility. I have a lot of structure in my life, but I like a lot of things flexible as well. So my morning routine fluctuates quite a bit. I start work at 6 a.m. every day, so I have to. Uh, I've slowly worked myself up to waking up at 4:30. And I will either meditate or journal or just enjoy my coffee and chill. And I find that really helps energize me for my day and sets my intention up. And that's pretty much my morning routine because <laughs> then I start work. But for goals, I, I love doing the Wheel of Life. I love reflecting. I always spend the week after Christmas reflecting on the year and doing the Wheel of Life looking at my vision board, what's worked, what hasn't, why not, and then kind of setting the tone for my year. I love chatting with people, so I'll ask clients, what's your word for 2019? What do you want your word to be for 2020? And I find that conversation gets me thinking, and then it's part of my reflection process. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thanks for sharing, Emilia. Yeah, thank you. Who wants to go next? Ingrid, Betty? My morning routine. So I like to start the day with a positive note. So I either uh, read a book that is very inspirational to me or I journal a little bit or I just state certain things to myself what I already have and what I'm grateful for. And then goals for me for upcoming year are in January, I'm going to start a new job as well. So it's going to be really, really hectic. So my goal is to really know where I am in that process and, and reflect each time if I need to make more room for myself. So it's it's creating space for myself in 2020. And I'm getting married to that little yeah. fellow. There. So it's going to be fun as well. I think we need to have a talk when we're home. <laughs> yeah, complaining that he got second on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Congratulations. Betty. So Your for me, routine. I have my routine now that I've learned how to swim thanks to YouTube and thanks to that beautiful lifeguard. You learned, hang on, oh, you yes. learned, you learned how to swim yes, via yeah, YouTube? Yes, I did. <laughs> Press Okay. You Press missed that part out earlier. Oh, she, no, she, she, you mentioned yeah, it? Yeah, oh yeah. my God. Yeah, very quietly, probably. Okay. So now that I learned how to swim, 
I will make sure that I incorporate that in my everyday life. So every other day is what I'm starting right now. And when you talk about the wheel of life, one of the things I thought about is um, I often do this, and I don't know why I love pictures so much. I really should become a photographer, but I'm not. It's really look at my photos from my phone. What have I done in 2019? What do I want to do this year? What's on my bucket list? I go through the thinking, and when I say to plan throughout the year, that's me. January, forget it. I'm not doing January. I'm not right there yet. So usually I start planning in February. I don't know why. Maybe because of Valentine's Day and all that. I'm not sure. But I would plan all over my pictures, and then I figure out slowly, write myself a list and go, Betty, these are the things that you may want to do in terms of how do you improve yourself, education maybe, to improve yourself as a coach. How do you want to spend time with your family? I can go into that wheel of life and looking at what I can put my lines on. And off a bit, I'm sharing with you. Sometimes when I look at what my clients do, it really inspire me. I'm not naming any names or details, but when I see how people put together the wheel of life, drawing pictures on it, coloring and everything, I was like, oh, I want to do that too. Mm -hmm. So that could be something that I'll be doing this year is, you know, being artistic, creative about it and not just writing down things, but drawing things that are meaningful to me. And again, this is my plan. I'm not, you know, it's, it's not like I'm sharing with the whole world or anything. So it doesn't have to be perfect. It could change too. A color could be erased. What do you mean not sharing with the whole world? This is being recorded for a podcast, Betty. <laughs> and it's going out into the entire world. <laughs> Oopsie. Yes, you haven't seen my picture Oopsie, yet. Yes. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll put it on Instagram so. once I get it done. <laughs> Yeah, what I get is that you have your, uh, you kind of fix morning routines more or less figured out and the goal setting, you've already started looking into it, but yeah. it needs a bit more um, definition in the next yes. few weeks, um, yeah. weeks and months. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Anyone else for a question? I think we have time for one more. How important do you feel it is to reflect on some of those small victories. Uh, I think, for instance, we can get caught up constantly chasing goals and not maybe necessarily acknowledging what we've done, say, in that past year. Is that something that kind of in your processes, uh, you have a framework to remind people, like, look how far you've come already? Yeah. It's a big, big, big part of coaching. Is because our clients come to us to have a fulfilled life, right? And then sometimes they're saying, oh, yeah, I got another job. And then tomorrow I'm going to go. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hang on. You got another job. Let's celebrate. Like, how do you feel right now with that? Who are you right now with that news? It's in insane. And Tim can testify to this. I celebrate everything. We have this saying in Holland, life is a party. You, you have to hang up your decorations yourself. You need to celebrate every little step because that makes, makes life fun. It gives you fulfillment. It gives joy and it, it keeps you resonated and, and thriving and, and thrilling to the next goal. So, yeah, thank you for this question. Really for important. Sure. Yeah, for clients that I was really shocked when, when she talked about, okay, she won this not giving you a lot of details here, she won something and she was really thrilled. The next thing she said to me was, okay, what's next? I'm like, how does it feel to win that? She was really starting her to think about the process of when, when she got started to the end point when she actually had it finished. 
And it's definitely very important, I think, to really taste it and acknowledge it and celebrate, like you say, having that party. If you don't have a party, create a party. It doesn't have to be with humans. It could be with kittens and cats and dogs around you. It could be anything, really. A party is a party. As long as you're happy, you know you're celebrating. Then that's great. But it's it's when you don't celebrate. I feel sometimes there's something missing. It's like, okay, we always think about what's ahead, what's ahead, what's ahead. When we look back, you will appreciate life even more that you know you're grateful. That's another thing to do is maybe start a grateful journal to write down all the things that you accomplished in 2019 and look at it and see what you have done and hey, give you each other a high five and stuff, you know, <laughs> and just keep going from there. You don't just have to have that performance review at work. You can do that with yourself at home too and reflect <laughs> a bit, right? Yeah. Practice giving feedback to yourself <laughs> first. But yeah, what I hear out or the visual that I had when you were both talking about it and, and you too actually, Jay, is that being caught up in a what's it like a hamster wheel right you're just like go 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 and before you know it months years have passed and it's like so what did I actually do there wasn't need to live in the moment a bit as well and and really get to it right there and then give yourself that kudos and pat on the shoulder if there's no one around you to do that it's like hey high five <laughs> whatever um have that, you heard of the self five the self high five it always makes me really proud of myself if I did this. <laughs> Maybe you can try it out. <laughs> oh, wow. Perfect. Okay. I think that's it for, for the session. Thank you so much for your participation, for coming here and sharing your expertise. And that's that. Thank you. So. What does it take for you to commit to a goal that'll change your life or career this year? You are in charge. You can make it happen. Don't forget to head over to our show notes to get your copy of the resource document I mentioned earlier and to book a free initial coaching session with either life makeover coach Betty Lam, co-active life coach Ingrid Timmermans or personal transformation coach Emilia Diversa. In our next episode, you get to benefit from the expertise of business consultant, breathwork practitioner and community facilitator Ariana Fotinakis as she shares her best meditation tips to calm your mind. Thank you for tuning in. Stay curious.